This is Reset. I'm Natalie Moore in for Sasha Ann Simons. When it comes to baking, summer brings some crowd-pleasing flavors. Key lime pies, lemon blueberry bars, strawberry shortcake. So today for Food Friday, we turn to someone who knows what he's talking about when it comes to summer bakes. And that is the season six winner of The Great American Baking Show. Martin Sorge joined us earlier this year, along with two other fellow Chicago contestants, and he's back for a victory lap. Hi, Martin. Hi, Natalie. Thank you for having me. You were on reset in May after the Great Baking, Great American Baking Show premiered. So this is the first time Reset is getting to chat with you since you won. Congratulations. Thank you. How did your family react to the news? They were shocked. So I didn't tell, aside from my husband, nobody in my family knew. So I got a lot of phone calls when folks binged the show late at night, early in the morning when they found out that I won. Very cool. And the last time you were here, you were joined by the two other Chicago contestants, Sarah Chang and uh, Narali Chohan. But you couldn't share who won until the (laughs) season finale dropped. How long did you have to keep it a secret? We filmed uh, about this time last summer, so almost a year I had to keep that a secret. That's a a long time. (laughs) Yep, yep. Uh, and you are a mostly self-taught baker, correct? Mm-hmm. Entirely self-taught. Cooks, cookbooks, food blogs, trial and error. That's how I learned. And you started about 10 years ago. Tell us how you got started. You know, I've always been a big foodie. I've really appreciated good food. I was kind of brought up, um, you know, in that Midwestern mentality of appreciate what's good, what's in season. And I was pretty good at cooking, but I was really bad at baking. I didn't like to measure things or read the recipe all the way. And then one year I just buckled down and said, you know what? I bet if I put my mind to it and actually follow directions, I can get this baking thing down. And then it just snowballed from there. What were some of those early mistakes? I think I'm a pretty decent cook. Uh, bread is not my ministry. I cannot bake that. I do like to bake, but I find that baking is harder than cooking. I would agree with that. But really, you know, the first thing that I really had a lot of success with actually was bread. It was one thing where I was like, you know, the ingredients aren't that expensive. It's just flour, yeast, water, salt. So I started with that and a few recipes really worked well for me. And then I kept making bread and started to explore other things, you know, cookies, basic cakes. And then so wait, you started with bread and then went to <laughs> cookies and you're like, oh, bread is easy. Bread is so hard. <laughs> so you're clearly a natural. <laughs> Thank you. What do you like to bake in the summer? I my summer go to that I make every week. It's from the Smithsonian cookbook from the African-American Museum in D.C. And it is um, a high mess up peach and blackberry cobbler. So Ooh. it's deep dish. And like last week I made it and I got the blackberries and the peaches from the farmer's market. It has butter, no eggs. So it's a it's a really interesting. It's not cobbler like traditional southern peach cobbler. And it's like a cross between a cake and a pie. Mm. Um, but it's it's just my summer jam. You're speaking my language. In the summer I, you know, run to the farmer's market, whatever looks the best. I Either make a pie if I have extra time, but usually like a fruit crisp or a cobbler, it's so easy. I make the crisp topping and I keep it in my freezer so that whenever I have some good fruit, if I have friends over, I can quickly get in the oven and you can have a fruit crisp ready for you in less than an hour. You mentioned that you were reading blogs and cookbooks when you were going on your baking journey. Who, Who do you love? Who are you inspired by? 
There are a lot of really great cookbook authors that I love. Um, David Leibovitz has had a blog, one of the early food, food, food bloggers um, who I followed for a long time. I had some really great successes with his early recipes. There's a great cookbook called Brave Tart by Stella Parks, who really helped me get into more of baking cakes. And, and I also really like reading the history of food and the background on certain recipes and really the kind of nerdy technical pieces too. So a lot of books that have a lot of that detail, really, you know, I'll read them cover to cover, even if I only bake a couple of the recipes. The last time you were here, I heard, because I wasn't here, that (laughs) you brought some delicious lavender shortbread cookies. This time you have another treat for us, corn and apricot muffins. Tell us what inspired these. Yeah, so this is a little bit inspired by my finale showstopper where I made a cornbread cake. Um, and Paul Hollywood had a few feelings about corn in desserts. So, um, and cornbread is my one of my absolute favorite things to bake and eat. So I kind of combined a muffin and a cornbread and then really just grabbed what fruit I got at the farmer's market. I grabbed some apricots yesterday um, and some fresh ears of corn. So there's fresh corn in here, cornmeal. And then they, to give it an extra corny flavor, I add ground-up freeze-dried sweet corn. Um, and then I put a streusel on top because you always need a little bit of crunch. All right. I'm about to taste it. <laughs> I have some in front of me. And they might still be a little warm because I did just bring them out of the oven before I got here. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> this was, at the minute, I was a little skeptical, but I was like, well, he won, so it must be good. But I would have never thought to put apricot and corn together. Yeah, it's, you know, when they get in season together, in my mind, I'm like, well, they go together. A lot of people think of, you know, blueberry and cornbread, or at least I do, because I like to make that. But I thought, oh, let's try apricots. They're a little tart and tangy and maybe not as celebrated as they should be. So uh, my mouth is still, (laughs) I'm still got the sugar in my mouth. Fans of the show know about the three challenges, the signature, the technical, and the showstopper. And the signature challenge is always interesting because it forces the baker to create an original recipe. And bakers draw inspiration from their own lives. How about you? Where did you start to create a signature recipe? I always started with, um, you know, a recipe that I'd already made and that I'd already loved that I had kind of made my own. So a few were based on, you know, my first, very first signature recipe was based on a fruit crisp, which is one of the things I make the most. And my second one was based on a cake I had while I was traveling in Italy that I couldn't find the recipe for in English. So I just translated it from Italian and made it myself. So it's really things that all of my bakes were something that was really personal and meaningful to me. Um, And that's really where I started. It was a fun way to baking is my creative outlet, like music or art or some people's. I figured out baking is my creative way to express myself. And where are you from? I'm originally from Fort Wayne, Indiana, but have lived in Chicago for about 12 years now. One of your challenges was to make a scene from your hometown. (laughs) What did you do for that? Indeed. So our first showstopper challenge was to make a cookie sculpture from our hometown. I did a cookie sculpture version of Chicago's Hollywood Beach out of lemon verbena shortbread and graham crackers. um, Because that's one of my favorite places in the city. Um, and another fun part of that challenge is Sarah, who was uh, also from Chicago, did an L station. And in the last few seconds, I was helping her, you know, glue together pieces of the L, which I thought was a very funny, very Chicago moment. Which farmer market do you go to? 
Which one don't I go uh, to? <laughs> okay, which ones do you go to to get your fruits? Yeah, so um, I live in Lincoln Square, so I always hop over to Lincoln Square Farmer's Market. Um, I actually helped start the Andersonville Farmer's Market about 10 or so years ago. I volunteered with them, and then I do frequent Green City been to the 61st Street Farmer's Market. That's my favorite. Yep. That's where I go every week. So I actually like to get to all corners of the city to see what farmers are there, to see who shows up, because there's always different things you can get at every market. Does going to the Farmer's Market inspire you on flavors for baking? Absolutely. It's, you know, whatever's in season, if you see something that looks really great or a new ingredient like there's you know i picked up some of these yellow plums yesterday that i said oh i haven't had these before i bet i can make something cool with these what have you picked up this year that has inspired you (laughs) well one of my favorite things to bake with are sour cherries tart cherries which used to make cherry pie so i picked up a flat which is eight quarts of tart cherries so i sat at home for a day and pitted all of them I made a cherry pie for my family, but then I froze the rest and will be using them throughout the year. Um, One of my favorite things to make with those is a what I call a giant cherry Pop-Tart. It's basically a sheet pan sized flaky pastry filled with a tart cherry filling that looks like one big giant Pop-Tart, which I uh, usually make for my husband's birthday every year. We did that kind of a couple of days ago. Um, So I was grilling, taking my farmer's market peaches and just grilling them directly on the grill with some butter. Mm. And then my stepdaughter said, oh, I have some pastry dough. Let's fill it up. So she took the blackberries and filled it up. And it wasn't that much sugar. And my seven-year-old was like, this is too tart. <laughs> but we loved it. And it was just like a delicious summer fast treat. And it almost looked like a giant Pop-Tart, but mm-hmm. way better than a Pop-Tart. Mm-hmm. Really? If you have you know, pie crust or flaky pastry, get whatever fruits in season, stick it in there. Everyone will love it. So good. Um, so the corn and apricot, you know, that was a risk. It might not have turned out so well. But I'm wondering when you experiment, have you tried something You're like, nope, mm-mm, that's not going to that that did not work. Oh, yes. I think, you know, you folks don't always see the failures or maybe the less than successes. You know, even being on the Great American Baking Show, I had a few combinations that I will say I loved, but maybe the judges didn't agree with me so much. I think I combined apricots with rosemary in a pie, and Paul Hollywood said, oh, that's that's too much rosemary. <laughs> and, and I tested it out on a few people who thought it was good, but it was a risk, which, you know, everybody has a different taste. But, yeah, you definitely have some failures in the kitchen, whether it's flavors or, you know, when your cake doesn't rise or your bread doesn't proof well enough. So what kind of work are you doing now, and is more baking in your future? I sure hope so. So it's always been, you know, a life goal of mine to write a cookbook. So I actually just signed with a cookbook agent to help me with Ooh, that. Congratulations. Cookbook proposal that I wrote because, you know, I really after I've, especially after being on the show, but even for years and years, every time I post a photo on my Instagram of a bake for my friends are like, send me the recipe. And I'm like, oh, I have to write it down. I actually really love the process of writing down a recipe because it's really how can you teach someone how to make this thing? So I would love to do more of that, um, teaching folks how to bake and sharing my recipes. Any idea when that cookbook might come out? Well, I got to sell the cookbook to a publisher first. So still working on that one. Okay, so you're still with the agent. (laughs) Uh, Okay, got it, got it. Uh, Well, you can find the recipe for this delicious corn and apricot muffin that I tried on the show today on our website. Martin Sorge is the winner of the sixth season of The Great American Baking Show. Thanks for joining us, and good luck. Thank you, Natalie. Thanks for having me on.